Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hello, and welcome back to Heartblend Podcast. Today, we are focusing on the four spiritual laws of prosperity. I had the greatest pleasure of meeting and listening to Edwin Gaines, who is a magnificent spiritual leader who takes a spiritual approach to finances. I would suggest to check her out. She has a great book called The Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity, or even watch her videos on YouTube. These laws have really opened my eyes to viewing prosperity differently, and I had to share them as part of the series. I give full credit to Edwin on this topic, but I also understand the importance of sharing valuable information so that it may be passed down and continued to live on long after the source has passed. So let's dive into the four spiritual laws of prosperity. Number one is tithing. Did you flinch a little when you heard that? Let's break tithing down for a moment and alter our perspective on it. When it comes to our prosperity, spiritually, we have to acknowledge our greatest source, which is God, as the highest power can provide abundance beyond our imagination. So to build our faith in that belief, we should be giving 10% of our income to what feeds us spiritually, what helps our soul to continue to feel nourished and grow. Most of the time, this would be to some sort of church, but a church is only a body of people coming together through a shared faith. It's more about wherever you feel that you have received spiritual wisdom from or healing. It can be through a church or a friend or family member who has helped feed you spiritually, a podcast, a YouTube channel, virtual spiritual leaders, just go beyond focusing on the quote-unquote church and focus on the actual experience of receiving that soul nourishment. If it happens to be at a church, then so be it. 10% of your income. You can decide the frequency of this yourself. If you make $30,000 a year, then that's $3,000 a year to go through tithing. That's $250 a month. That's $62.50 a week. Think of all the things we throw our money away on that not only starves our soul, but also decreases our value. The next thing to affirm is that where you are giving it to is used for highest good and honesty, and that it comes back to you tenfold. When we are in this energy of stinginess, life is going to be stingy with us. Money and prosperity is designed to flow, not to be squeezed and trapped. I decided to give this a try as tithing was something I didn't understand. I felt like it was just a routine of putting a couple of dollars in a basket to pay the church's bills. Meanwhile, I was totally zoned out the entire time, not connected to the actual preaching for that day, all of which feeling like I had nothing to gain and only loss. 
Well, of course I would disregard this law. It didn't change for me until I went to a place of worship that held more of a spiritual approach and taught the law of attraction and abundance. Then it all clicked for me. I started off with giving $10 and I held the money to my heart and prayed over it and I released it to support a higher purpose. I kid you not, within a week it seemed like the money started flowing to me effortlessly. I gave $10 to tithing when I only had about $50 in my account left, and within a week I had received a call from someone unexpectedly who needed my services and offered me $150. I was really surprised as this seemed to come out of left field, and over time I began to feel more relaxed in contributing to nourishing my soul. So it's not that quote-unquote God needs your money. It's that you need to give 10% to investing in your spiritual growth and healing. If the church or podcast or YouTube or seminar or wherever you have gone to and listened to, if it did not resonate with you or feed you spiritually, your soul just was not hungry for it at the time. Now, let's move on to law number two, forgiveness. I've gone over this in my previous series, The Truth About Forgiveness. I would highly suggest listening to it to get a more in-depth session on how to forgive yourself and others. Forgiveness relates to debt. Debt is a form of self-punishment. As Dave Ramsey puts it, the borrower is a slave to the lender. We pile on debt subconsciously as a way to make ourselves work harder for any wrongdoings. You don't realize it because it's all subconscious, but think of it. If you decided to take on wealth with a positive mindset, to believe in yourself, build healthy and valuable relationships, practice logical spending, then you wouldn't need debt. I totally get it. I have a large amount of debt myself, and I've acknowledged where that comes from. And 9.5 times out of 10, it all started with one of those robbers of wealth mentioned in my previous episode. So practice forgiveness daily, but be sure to review the truth about forgiveness to even learn how to forgive. Number three, set clear intentions and goals. The more specific the goal, the faster you will be able to attract it. You'll know exactly what to look for if what you see aligns with your goal. Your brain is designed this way as a machine of billions of cells designed to create solutions and to toss out or keep what's needed for you to reach your desired outcome. You're incredibly smart, and when you know exactly what you want, you'll receive it when you're ready for it. Sometimes we receive things we think we want only to realize it really wasn't what we wanted, but it brings us closer and further along to our purpose in life. Set your goals and write down the date that you want to receive that goal or that manifestation. I'll share my experience with you. After I had this spiritual laws of prosperity workshop that I went to, I decided to put this to the test. Now I'm very familiar with manifestation, so I always get very excited when I have a little bit of a challenge or some structure around instructions on what to do. So I decided to go for this challenge. I wrote down several of my goals on this paper with the dates as specific and detailed as possible. 
I wrote that I wanted a brand new car with leather interior, worked effortlessly, a car that I loved, that fully supported me. At the time, I drove this old Volkswagen Beetle convertible that started to fall apart almost daily. The alternator broke, then the windows, then the headlights, and it was just so frustrating. But in my mind, I felt like I couldn't afford a new one. I went to the dealership for another service, and one of the managers approached me and asked how I was doing. I shared that I was really frustrated and annoyed with the car as it kept breaking down. He offered to show me some new cars, but I was so skeptical because I didn't see how I would be able to afford it as I tried to find a new car before with no luck. I test drove a brand new beautiful white Jetta with leather interior and we sat in his office and after several hours he worked with me to get me approved for a brand new Jetta. I was elated and although the payments were a little higher, I pushed myself to find a higher paying job and to freelance more. On top of this, I also wrote down my dream job I wanted to have and the salary I needed also. I'll go into this story in my next episode, Achieving Your Dream Job. I have received nearly everything I set intentions to receive. Take yourself out of it and let God do the work with you. The last spiritual law of prosperity is to seek your divine purpose. I also have a previous series on this called Unlocking Your Purpose. If you haven't listened to it yet, it's really good because it helps you navigate through what could be your possible purpose and how you can really live into that. Your divine purpose was set in you before you were even born. You just have to open yourself up to exploring it embracing it and living it each and every day. Your purpose will support you 100% with all of your life's needs as it is your contribution to the rest of the world. So this concludes our four spiritual laws of prosperity. What did you think? Did anything resonate with you? Up next, we will go over the truth about saving. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please remember to subscribe and thank you for listening to Heartland Podcast.